is this? Our four out on the lake, and I don't think we've had a genuine bite yet. I could be wrong. I've had what I thought to be four or five. It's always seaweed. Now, here's the real problem. If we head back to Winkler, it's not the same world over there in Winkler anymore. What do you mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping you'd yeah, ask. what do you mean? <laughs> Let me tell you why. I have some breaking news to share that happened recently. As in, well, recently before we recorded. By the time this comes out, it might be old news. Hmm. I was at Whitecap, as I normally am on a, any given day. And uh, a good friend of the pod, Ty Friesen, came to the shop. And I was delighted to see him because he's a busy man. Um, also... If you know Ty and you want to contact him and push him and Andrew to get on the show, we'd love to have them. Yes. So I don't know how you would do that, but yeah. So he came in the shop. We had we exchanged pleasantries, had a hug, talked about things, and he said, hey, do you know why I'm here? And I was like, uh, probably for coffee or something along those lines. And then he's like, no, actually, we just got evacuated from our building. You guys hear about this? Wait, oh which, yeah. yeah, which building? So he's uh, he was working for FBA Industries at the time, I believe. So he yeah. would have been close to George Street in that area there. There's an incubator mall there, but there's a lot of industrial buildings over there. Right. So it turns out police were ripping around that area, evacuating everybody within a half mile radius because there was a car bomb. What? Yeah, in that area. Like they actually found that there was a car bomb there. And so they were ripping around because they had a half mile radius that they had to get people out of. Right. So they evacuated everyone in all those buildings in that area and closed off all the streets. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So this is what I'm saying. Like, that doesn't happen in Winkler. Winkler is changing. Nothing happens in Winkler. Our whole premise for this (laughs) show is based off of small town vibes and small town (laughs) stories and even smaller stories. Now we're getting big town vibes. We're getting big town vibes. And now we have to have big time stories. So I didn't know. I heard about something there and yeah. then what happened i don't know what happened i didn't hear nothing anything happened more. it wasn't actually I, I was it not actually was even no. a bomb <laughs> it was fake. but they thought it, it might oh, be oh okay that's <laughs> so much less <laughs> i thought it, it was, was a story so, for a bit though yeah dang i was enamored yeah so was i for a whole day with just with your story here thanks man so it was nothing at all no it wasn't how they like oh, called the bomb squad from winnipeg whoa where do you and then where do you a bomb. like what at what point are you like i think there was a car bomb yeah, yeah do you know what tipped them off uh they opened up the trunk to a it was at a like a impound lot right yeah so i guess they were checking out their car that they just brought in and they like saw something suspicious in the the trunk of the car yeah the boot of the car Ooh. and uh so then they called in the forces laugh laugh well Listeners, great news. We can leave this boat and come back to Winkler and return to our normal we had our, podcasting. We, yeah. As soon as we heard, we just got on a boat and... Yeah. That's what we rolling. do whenever there's any kind of turmoil. It's like, well, I guess we're going fishing. To we're the lake. Yeah. Don't even know where the heck we are. No. Much less is this the congested area. We'd have no idea. Yeah. But I guess we'll find out. Seems to be a pretty chill area. There's definitely no fish. Like at all. Right. It's been uh, four hours. Yeah. I usually don't like being out in the lake this long. Right. And I, I don't now either. <laughs> so. <laughs> there you go. True to, true to form for Tim. <laughs> so anyways, that was my big news that now is not big news, which is now news to me that Great it's not storytelling, though. Thanks, man. Appreciate you had it. Me. You had me on the hook as, wow. as, 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 like as one say. would. Just like this uh, plastic I caught here. <laughs> 
Classic. Yeah. Man, we're just killing our environment, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Apparently, because it's been so warm, the uh, some of some Arctic things melted in Switzerland, and a plane that's been there since for like seventy years got. They got to, they got to see a plane that they didn't like even it was, know was there, just hidden in the ice somewhere. Yeah, it crashed. I think that's crazy. Huh. So I, I don't think that's good, but. Oh, it's kind of cool. Right. That there's a seven-year-old plane. <laughs> if you forget about the cause. The reason of it. Yeah. <laughs> then it's great. It's not ideal. So, yeah. Uh, it's warm here. It's warm in Switzerland. Oof. And I'm Ryan Kaler. This is Whatever Town. I'm Tim Wall. And I'm John Duick. Thanks for joining us on another summer episode of what I just said is Whatever Town. <laughs> Super. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a birthday to... Celebrate here. What? Yeah. Whose birthday? Uh, like white. It's none of ours. Uh, it's the third birthday of our friend Whitecap Coffee. True. Wow. Our great friend Whitecap Coffee turned three this weekend. Wow. This past we. weekend. Which is freaking wild. That's crazy. I was thinking about that a lot because mm-hmm. it was happening and I was planning for it and <laughs> stuff like that, which made me think about it a lot. Right. Standard <laughs> procedure for things that are happening. <laughs> but anyways, I did take a lot of time to reflect on it actually. Which I will say on a secondary note is something that I would love to be better at. And I think our, maybe our culture or just people in general, maybe there's better, I don't know if certain cultures are better at it. I can't attest to that, obviously. But I know myself, and I feel like if the people I've talked to about it, I've gone on for an hour talking about the thing I'm about <laughs> well, to say. Well, that's the time for today. <laughs> oh, God. That was I horrible. did not catch that, but yeah, all of a sudden you guys have been rambling about the thing I'm about to say <laughs> for like ten minutes. I don't think we're very good at reflecting on stuff. That's all I needed to say. Yeah. Freaking crap. <laughs> um, and I think it's too bad because I think it's really important, but we're too busy. We don't give right. ourselves mm-hmm. time to reflect. We just go from thing to thing, yeah. and I think that's a bummer. Whenever you take time to reflect on anything, you just appreciate it more. You learn from it so much. And we just go from thing to thing to thing. It's just like you never, you miss all that. Right. Plus reflecting is just, just great. But you have to be, you have to be quiet to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's really tricky. It's like a lot of the things we have on a daily basis, like cell phones and like the busyness of work and our lives and everything. Why are you <laughs> laughing? Because we're recording. Oh, yeah, true. You got to laugh. <laughs> Just make us so busy that it's hard to be quiet. Anyways, that's another conversation, maybe for another day. But yes, I've been thinking about that lots. <laughs> like his birthday, because yeah. I was yeah. reflecting on it a little bit. Three years is a long time. <laughs> that is for a coffee It's a super shop? long time. And to think that I did uh, 1027 for a year before that. Yeah. So four I've years, been in it for four, four years, years in. Since, yeah. I'm, since I was 20. And that's not wow. guaranteed that you're going to do it for no, that long. Not even maybe. It's, it, is, it is quite wild. Um, it's kind of... It's, there's so many things that came to my mind. Well, just list the five things you did best. Five things <laughs> I did best. <laughs> oh, my word. There's hardly five. Had, like, found good people to be around. That's like, probably one of the oh, things. Oh, wow. We just that into a <laughs> selfless thing after all. <laughs> That's the best thing that I've done, for sure. That's the thing that, but I didn't even really do it. Like, it just kind of happened organically. Which is pretty crazy. But realistically, I was listening to a, a different podcast talking about some How of the mistakes. You? you were listening to a different podcast? Right, sorry. I never do that, but <laughs> on this one occasion, I no, do. No, we can. Our listeners can't, though. True. 
Um, that's right. I Except half that. my suggestions are <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a bad job. Um, no, I lost it. Oh no, you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> I found it. You found it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You found it even. So on the podcast, it's actually Story Brand by Donald Miller, which I've talked about probably before on the show. It's one of my favorite podcasts. They're talking about um, mistakes that entrepreneurs have to make. And one of them is, and I wouldn't have actually called, like put myself under the category of someone who would have done this, but do you think you have to do everything by yourself? And hmm. it's one of the biggest mistakes because you don't really accomplish anything good by yourself. You just end up doing a bunch of things that you're not really that good at and a few things that you are good at. Right. And then, yeah, just doing everything really poorly and just draining yourself like crazy. So the idea being like, if you bring other people in, you can actually go way further, which is, that is why I say like the people that have come around me and the, that's probably the best thing that I've done is like, that's one of the areas that I'm naturally good at as I was listening to that podcast, it reminded me that there's a lot of things that I don't actually have to do. Yeah. Like one of them would be like something that Sarah's really good at is marketing mm-hmm. and it's something I'm not good at. And so being okay with that as an entrepreneur is, feels weird. It feels like, cause you need to do everything you're supposed to, mm-hmm. but like as, and even like Brenton's doing a lot more testing stuff than like, I can't just, I just don't know how to do that well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. testing and implementation stuff. Like I'm, that's something I struggle in. You know, Brent is really good at that. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot better at the relational side, but there's so much to do there. So Janelle's like, and like, there's so many people that are helping with different areas that are yeah. so good at different things. Cassie's great with people. And Jermaine's doing a ton of stuff with cleaning. Like it, it's amazing. So Nick's trying his best. Nick's doing his very, very best. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> good on you, Nick. Um, and yeah, so you realize you don't like it's so much better to just bring other people in, and so that's that's been very fun to just help people do what they're better at doing than I am. Hmm. Is that something you had to get over at the start? I don't know if it was like get over it. It's not like it was hard, like ego wise at all. Right. It well, was just it just felt s- weird because you started as like a one man shop for sure, just you yeah. making the coffee, and then you switched to i don't know how many employees you had i think we switched to nine right away yeah like yeah was that a was that kind of a learning moment of like delegating and stuff yeah i didn't delegate for the first like year probably anything you Mm. still made all the drinks yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but like (laughs) every time you're like i got this one you guys watch yeah (laughs) there was definitely some stuff that got taken over by some other people and my dad was involved too oh yeah so that helped carry some of that but there was so much that was new at the beginning and so much that we did so poorly. Didn't really even think about delegating. Hmm. You were just trying to survive. Yeah. Just trying to be like, this is crazy. We were here super late. Like we were here to like four in the morning yesterday and now we're back here at six. We don't really know how to do any of this. Did you actually have times like that? The first day was like we were there till like probably four. Like the, the fir- after like the first day being open or like leading up leading to being up open? To, oh, okay. We were like finishing testing fraps. Oh, really? At like three in the morning. For, for sale in the morning. Up. Like, yeah. Picture for real. Yikes. Yeah. And then our, like we had lots to learn about like proficiently dialing in stuff and like how to use like the different, like there's just lots of learning stuff that I knew how to do, but not like well. Yeah. So, you probably didn't know that machine that well either, right? Like no, it's, I'd worked on it, but not enough to really have a good idea. Right. So, yeah, it was 
very, very insane. My dad and I were laughing about the beginning days the other day because it's like, oh my word, my brain's trying hard to block that out because it was so bad. Thinking about it now, it's pretty crazy seeing your dad behind the bar there. Yeah. That's wild. It was wild, wasn't it? It was great. Oh, it was he awesome. Was great. He did a great job. We wouldn't yeah. be here if it wasn't for him. Right. Um, after he left the second year, and I won't talk about this forever, but the second year that White Cap was open, he left after a year of being there, which was his plan to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, I like, he had done a really good job of building up, like slowly building up like a good safety net. So like, because it's early business days, you're like, Hey, like we want to have like a, a good amount of money here. At least it's decent amount. So if this all goes south, we can walk away from this and it'll be okay. Right. You know, like that's just being smart. And I managed to burn through all of that in my first year where he was gone. So I just oh, really? shredded mm-hmm. through every bit of that mm-hmm. to the point that it got really, 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 really rough. Mm-hmm. And if he wouldn't have brought it as far as he did forward, how I dragged it back so far, down so far, hmm. he had pulled it just high enough to keep it so that we didn't go under. Wow. Yeah. It was really crazy for a while. Interesting. I was not aware of that. Yeah, like, because you don't really want to talk about it. Right. Especially <laughs> when you're in it, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. And not, like, as a thing to try and hide, because it's, it's small business. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. There's nothing guaranteed. But you do want to have, like, a, even for your staff, you know, and, like, just to have some consistency. You don't mm-hmm. want people to have to be worrying about that. Right. If it got to the point of, like, hey, like, this might have to, you know, like, then you start trying to bring people in on that. But... Mm-hmm. I didn't really bring anyone in on it for the most part. Some people maybe a tiny bit, but no one really actually knew the extent of it. So, so yeah, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here mm-hmm. 100%. Wow. So I learned a lot of hard lessons in that year, like a ton, like way so many, so, so many. And then like year three has been like, or this past year that we just completed, which has been, th- which would have been the third year rather than the second year because we turned three. Because you start, and then after one year, you're one. And after that next year, you're two. And after that next year, you're three. So now you're, th- you're in your third year now. Yeah. No, no you're in, in your fourth. You're in our fourth. You just finished t- turning three. Right. <laughs> you, f- you turned over three, and now you're <laughs> into four. It takes about one year to turn. <laughs> right. So you're, this is your fourth year. This is We're in the fourth year now. Right. Yeah. So in the third year, third year was super good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not like super good, like monetarily like it wasn't like oh frick now we're just rolling in it right well you are wearing a few gold chains i can see right i do have i've managed to blow more money on a couple (laughs) gold chains that i've worn today it's about the image it's all about the image um but really started buckling down and being like hey like starting to understand more behind like the financial side of things which i didn't Mm -hmm. get and bringing more people in on stuff and learning how to deal like so many things yeah that's when really start like I guess the rubber hit the pavement, so to speak. And I became really passionate about stuff that I wasn't really passionate about before. Right. And it kind of just became my life in that third year. Interesting. So it's like things that you didn't even want to think about before. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like you, you're you into it now. For sure. The whole business world, like I'm so passionate about that now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I loved what I was doing yeah. and I loved a lot of parts of it, but now I love the whole system. Hmm. Now I want to be involved in this for my life like now i want this to be what i do mm. which is crazy in the matter of a year that that can happen right so i just love it and who knows what i'll do like but i just 
Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. So it's been amazing. Super cool journey. Super thankful for the people that have come alongside me in the business and helped it succeed and grow and be what it is. Mm-hmm. Also, just super thankful for like everyone who supported me as like from a customer standpoint. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just been amazing. Like even you guys and all my friends and everyone who's just like consistently been like constant support verbally and monetarily. It's just like, and then so many customers fall into that category as well. Yeah. People that I know or don't know. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But yeah, I love it. I don't really know what else. I could talk for ten years about it, but I don't really need to. Right. Oh, you'd be in your fourteenth yeah. year then. When I would just continually <laughs> have more stuff to say. That's what I'm thinking. That's great. It's very exciting. It's been a great, great time. You having that spot? Yeah, I love it. It's really exciting. I'm really excited for the future, what it's going to become, and even the people I've been able to, the connections I've been able to make. It's, mm-hmm. been, it's been awesome. So, super duper fun. Nice. Love it. But I got some taste, some nice uh, coffees from one of John's recent trips today, which was very Ooh, nice. Thank yeah, you for bringing yeah, that yeah. back. Hey, no problem. That was delish. So, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about where, where you've been recently? Uh, I just got back, well, kind of a week ago. Uh, took a little long weekend trip. Uh, with my family. Wasn't it a week long? Well, it was like five days. Oh, okay, that's fair. It, wasn't it was a long. It was weekend. a long weekend plus yeah. a day <laughs> right. before and after. Uh, yeah, with my family, went to we flew to Ottawa, uh, spent the night there. Uh, saw like the Parliament building and saw that some nice kind of stuff. Nice pics on hey. your Thank you. Instagram. I thought you were telling yeah. him that he saw some nice I, pics. He must have saw some nice pics out there. On my phone that I took. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they were uh, great. I did also see some. They were very nice. Um, yeah. So, like, spent the evening there. Went to like a light show at the Parliament Building, which was Does surprisingly not cheesy. Does that happen frequently? Nice. I think it's like every day. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Big events that aren't cheesy, man. Those are something to behold. And like, like a light show that's right. not. <laughs> like, right. What are the chances? Uh, and then like walked around in the morning. Uh, yeah, just around Parliament Buildings. Parliament Buildings. And then we drove to Quebec City and uh, spent some time there. Went to like Plains of Abraham. Uh, and then Old Quebec. It's all kind of in the same area. So there's like a lot of history, oh, yeah. like a ton of Canadian history that's happened in like a very small area. <laughs> so you can spend a lot of time there. So that was cool. Um, had never been out that far east. Like the furthest I had been was Toronto. So yep. it, very cool area, uh, Ottawa and Quebec City. Um, Quebec City especially, it's like much more old European looking. Super European. Oh, at yeah. least for yeah. Canada, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For what <laughs> Compared we Compared to like Winnipeg. Lake Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where no. there's no houses, it's just body Is that where water. we are? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. It's hard to know. Hard to know for sure. <laughs> Is there boats here? Who knows? <laughs> Keep going. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, after like two days there, we went back to Ottawa. Hung out a little bit there, and then uh, came back. So, quick little trip. That's nice, though. Just a few days in each place, but you say it fun. at Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. Airbnbs. Yep. Is that how you say it? How do you feel about that? What did you just say? What did you? Airbnbs. Yeah. You the S. Airbnbs and B. Airbnbs and Bs. Airs B and B. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Airs B. Airs B to B. Would you prefer that over a hotel? Uh, 
It's kind of cool. Like, I mean, we got good locations. Mm. Like we were, I think, about a seven-minute drive from Old Quebec. Oh wow! In Quebec City. Did you drive out there? Uh, I didn't actually. I don't actually know. If, did you like from Ottawa? Oh, okay. You yeah. Flew. And then rented a car. When we were in Ottawa, we were like a twenty-minute walk, maybe twenty-five-minute walk, from like downtown, like oh, Parliament wow. buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'd probably be hard to find a, a hotel at a good price right. in that kind of location. It's so. Very true. Uh, Airbnb is nice for that. Plus, like, when we got to Ottawa, we had never been there, so we, like, talked to our host, and we're like, where do we go? Oh, yeah, you have a different kind of connection. Yeah. You can find out cool yeah. little spots. It's true. Hmm. You don't have to just base your trip off those pamphlets they give you in the hotel lobby. <laughs> where would you recommend we go? Hey, I got a pamphlet for you. Check out these tourist attractions that nobody actually cares about. Classic ones. Yeah, right, classic ones. Yeah. Sorry, anyways. Because I actually wonder... Do you prefer Airbnb or hotel? For long-time listeners, you'll remember my first Airbnb experience <laughs> was a little uh, strange, <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good this time. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Stayed in some nice places and good locations, which is nice. One thing they do love to do in that part of the world, by which I mean to say central Canada, <laughs> they love to change guards. They spend a lot of time changing guards. <laughs> 45 minutes here. Half an hour here. <laughs> Love to change guards. Is it never that random? Time oh, no. But <laughs> it just takes a long time. It's a little inefficient. Change but of the guard. They like they like ceremony. It seems to be a little bit for the uh, for the process more than the actual act of getting a new yeah. guard in there. Yeah. Hmm. The ceremony. Good work. Mm. Which did you prefer? Mm. Were you like the places you saw in Ottawa or the places you saw in Quebec City? probably so different Pro- they're very different like quebec city we spent a lot of time in like old quebec which is right like the old core of quebec city like the part that would have been within the walls mm-hmm. um so that's really cool it's just like a a different type of little town mm-hmm. i mean it's in a big city but that area feels like a cool little town with lots of old buildings and like it's on the waterfront and hmm. uh yeah just really cool um ottawa was much more like we spent more time like we went to the parliament building we went to uh rideau hall mm. which is where the governor general lives so it was a little bit more of that kind of you went in so. the governor general's house yes oh i did how i did a little have, tour how are they fine with that they how just, do you live they just do free tours all the time yeah did the governor general they do you she tour? wasn't there she is but there. sometimes she is there during the tours and then she'll say hi like she's at home yeah like that's her house I just tour her house. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah. Well, I there's like 90 rooms in oh, that house. So there's 90. We don't 90. go through all so of like them. So like half of it's tourism, half of it's probably where she actually spends yeah. time. Or did you go into all 90 rooms? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So number 87. <laughs> wow. It's about the same amount of time as we've been on this flipping boat. Yeah. It's been four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Nearing no, five. Yeah, five yeah, we've been on this boat for like 70 rooms. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, one thing that was cool is... I don't know, like, if I think about, like, the U.S., like, the White House or something, yeah. it feels very, like, distant. It's, like, behind the fence and whatever. I guess somebody mm-hmm. lives there, but somebody lives in Rita Hall, too. Right. But it was just cool, like, I'm not, like, a big government head or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was cool just, <laughs> like, you can thing. just, like, walk around the Parliament buildings, or you can, like, walk around like, the gardens no of Rita Hall, hmm. and then, like, you can get a tour inside. Like, there's no, like, gate around it where you can't, like... I mean, I'm sure there's places well, there's, where you can't There was go, a gate, but, it's, but it was not, open. like, that big so of a... Like this is just people hanging out in right. the Rito Hall Gardens and stuff. So mm-hmm. felt very like approachable. 
Right. Which is hmm. cool. That's that nice. is cool. Government should feel approachable. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know if I'm, I feel like that's how I feel about that. I never thought about it. I just yeah. said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's you running Ryan you mentioned you got coffee from John True Is that, Oh yeah Did you get that from a coffee shop Like did you just stumble upon it Or how did you find it uh, mm, Well I did my uh, classic thing that I do When I go to a new place Which Look is text Ryan <laughs> while I'm there Hey I'm here for a few days Do you know of any good spots I did that when I was in New Zealand I think Yeah uh, I don't know if I found any nice ones in New Zealand I don't know Brenton told me about one. Oh yeah And then I didn't go to it Because it's I had been in that city and didn't realize it was oh. there until after, I think. No, that Ooh. was me. Oh, that was you. That one was me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's right. But yeah, I told you about a couple. Yeah. But this time, Ryan did know of one that he had been to in Quebec City. Because I was just there almost a year ago, but for my honeymoon, I was there. Yeah. So it was a place called uh, Cafe saint -Henri, or just saint -Henri. I don't know. Yeah. 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 You're right, both ways, I think. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for the suggestion. Very good coffee. Thanks for the coffee. If you're ever in Quebec City, it's in the. It's super nice. It's super super nice little area. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a nice little street with some nice little shops on it. It's a nice little shop on a street with some nice little shops and a little. <laughs> I don't know. Everything has to be a little. <laughs> it's just a tiny little shop. It's actually pretty it's actually big. Quite large. Yeah. Because they have a roaster in there. It's too. Their new like oh, HQ. Nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. It That's did get me thinking though. Yeah. Uh. Because anytime I go to a new place, mm -hmm. I'm like always trying to find a coffee shop. And yeah. I don't really always know except for to text you and hope <laughs> that you know of some like something. famous roaster yeah. that lives in town or something. Yes. So for the people that don't have, for the listeners out there that don't have a, a texting connection. <laughs> and if you're in a new town, you can always uh, submit a form on our website and ask Ryan <laughs> and we will answer yeah, it in the we'll next week's new, podcast. We'll have a new form. Yeah. We're by the time you're back, we'll get back to you. Uh, if you left your phone number and you sent in a form into the ask Ryan part of our website that yeah. John's going to, I'm kidding. Yeah. But if you did send in a form and it's left your, a way to contact you, I would contact you. We would I not publish that number either. No, I wouldn't. I would talk about it out loud, but we wouldn't publish it. We would like publish it, but it wouldn't be like written. It would just be verbalized. We would just tell people your number. We wouldn't write it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't actually send a suggestion. We would just say their number on the air, and then other people could phone them. Right. Okay. Right. No, but legitimately, mm. I, if people actually were wondering, I would actually send out information. Hmm. So so write in with your uh, locations that you need coffee in. True. And uh, throw in a would you rather while you're at it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. If you want one, you have to bring a would you rather. <laughs> That's like quickly before you say what you're going to say. The parade was outside Whitecap on Saturday and I was working. The uh, Winkler Harvest Festival. The Winkler Harvest Festival parade, The yes. third birthday Whitecap right. parade. That they just started doing for us for, three, for the past three years. <laughs> um, it's in wicked busy. Like we yeah. hit our numbers. We normally hit by five o'clock by 10 30 in the morning wow it's like unbelievably busy that's great it's super great did you get really like full full-on oh, staff we or? have three people which is what a third more than we'd ever have at <laughs> one time excuse me and we could not keep up wow we did a great job though mm -hmm. like everybody was like moving up like i think our wait time was commendable for how many people we had coming through the doors hmm. i wonder how many new people that have never yeah, gone through there i saw a ton this past weekend yeah? from the parade and from the party because we did discounted uh, iced hey, coffee oh right those were good yeah those we were really good lots of them like 200 of them or something of just that one drink which is mm -hmm. pretty good uh for a small town so um 
I saw tons of new faces, and we were prepared for that too. Yeah. And we had a conversation at the beginning of that shift, and it's like, hey, we're gonna get a lot of new people who've never been here before, and the deal can break down the barrier of whatever barrier actually it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter what's stopping you from coming in but a deal can break that down especially in winter oh yeah mm-hmm. break we'll down all deal. The, any barrier at all that's yeah. the icebreaker right <laughs> it there. is the icebreaker <laughs> so i don't want to discount things very often i think it has the it can cheapen your product if you do it too often and people come to expect it but sometimes right it was really cool we had a ton of new faces which is very exciting that's cool you were gonna say oh yeah you uh, were saying and so then just for the people you. that don't have a close personal connection to somebody who's in the industry of coffee. Mm. Uh, what's the best way for people to find coffee shops on the road or on traveling? You know, yeah. it's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, my opinion is very different, but Tim, how do you, where's the last place you traveled? Ooh. Switzerland. No, I don't know. I feel like I would just kind of peruse it like Instagram or something. Right. Just kind of like it, or maybe usually coffee shops are following other coffee shops. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say, like, especially Canadian ones. Mm. I, I don't know what, if that's a thing, but like. Camaraderie. If, yeah. Camaraderie. So, com- camaraderie. Camaraderie. <laughs> camaraderie. Dot camaraderie. That's a hot camaraderie. <laughs> <laughs> a hot cup of camaraderie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably the way. I would just, I don't know, look to see what the coffee shops that I enjoy with their, like if they're following somebody in a specific area, yeah, I would at least assume that's a pretty good shop. It can be tricky because a lot of the shops I follow, I don't actually know where they are specifically. Mm -hmm. So when I go to a place, I have to like look through each one to see what their location is. Right. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm 45 minute drive from that one. I Mm -hmm. could consider going to that one, but it is actually kind of tricky because like, there's no guarantee. Like sure. There's a lot of special coffee shops, specialty coffee shops across Canada. But the odds of you being within like a reasonable distance from one still is not like right. amazing. And like even you're in Australia, you could read Happy to Serve You, right. like the coffee blog, which is For really sure. good at reviewing hmm. like a ton of coffee shops but that's not like right. global oh for sure and there's a like sprudge is oh, a yeah. website that oh, has right. a okay. decent amount of stuff but yep. even in canada like i looked in yeah. quebec and they had like one shop that i didn't even feel confident mm. about at all hmm. so it's it's tricky it is hard imagine oh, that will keep getting easier and easier and it's far easier than it was i'm sure yeah but you don't always have those qualities of home for lack of a better phrase. Because <laughs> there's definitely a better one, but I could not think of it. Comforts of home. There you go. Uh, I think my strategy is usually just like going like Google or Foursquare, which I think still exists. <laughs> um, I'll just like try to find, try to find like type in like specialty coffee or something to right. try and weed it down and then yep. look at enough images to see if it looks like a quality <laughs> shop or not. I know. You look who they're serving. That's a big, that's a good start. Yeah. Like coffee wise. I've, you know, like if, mm. if you've never heard of them, it's like, well, this is a high risk. Still not a yeah. for sure no, but it's a high risk. Yep. Yeah. So doesn't if they're serving good coffee, doesn't yeah. mean they're doing it well either. That's a whole other thing. Mm. Well, like when I was in New Zealand, mm-hmm. there was a, a weird, I guess, coffee culture there in that like every little place, like gas stations have espresso machines. Mm-hmm. Right. So usually that's like a bit of a hinge. You're like, oh, they've got a big espresso machine. Right. They spend a lot of money on it. That means... They must be serious about it, but right, because a lot Zealand, of money we're talking like twenty five k. Yeah, this is like coin. But it, there was like probably five of those in the airport alone, and not uh, every 
every airport coffee is going to be good quality. So future. Yeah. Interesting. So the answer is have friends that know. <laughs> yes. Have friends that own a three-year-old coffee shop. Correct. Specifically three years. <laughs> Speaking of coffee on the run, uh-huh. another thing I was thinking about coffee. So I'm just... Love dic- how much I'm you're just, thinking about coffee. I've been thinking about coffee <laughs> and now that I have you here in this uh, boat that you can't get out of, True. I'm going to ask you all my coffee questions. <laughs> We're not fishing anyways at this point because... I still have my... That. My my lure out there. Really? You're not even reeling it in no, anymore? it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't have a bobber on it, but you're not even <laughs> reeling it in. It's just sunk to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> just dragging no wonder behind. We, it's just like an anchor at this point. Yeah. That's Next. why we haven't moved. Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to this show, Taste Buds. Um, a show? Yeah, it's a podcast. Uh, you oh, listened to- dang. I broke my own rule already. Yeah. Well, well done. That joke What's already rule? didn't pay off. Don't listen to another podcast. I got slammed for that earlier <laughs> from the guy who just is talking about the same thing. <laughs> Come on. He uh, said show, so immediately I thought it was TV. That's why I But I was just said, listening to Ooh. it. Uh, I was listening to Taste Buds from Canada Land, and they were talking to, uh, I don't know if you've heard of White Squirrel Coffee in Toronto. Mm, I don't remember. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> anyway. I don't think I have. So he was talking about, uh, like, it's... I guess a long-running coffee shop by now. Um, uh, and he's talking about how in early days of Third Wave, uh, which is the kind of the modern coffee movement, I guess. I don't know. You can probably describe that better. But Yeah, uh, quick. What is Third Wave for the people that don't know? Okay, so um, someone asked me this not that long ago. And I believe, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it's to describe the different ways that coffee has been introduced to large groups of people. Like, step one would be, like, coffee in Italy. I believe that was the first wave. Okay. Um, like, super, super dark, like, with lots of sugar, like, just shots of espresso with sugar. Like, very, very bitter, very dark, very, very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't... The second wave is what I don't really know. Is that, like, the Folgers, Maxwell House, like, commodity coffee? Or is that, like, the Starbucks second cup where they're pushing more of a specialty coffee, but it's still not, like... It's more about the dessert side of it than it is about the actual quality cup. Mm-hmm. And third wave is like very, very focused on like, like what we call specialty coffee. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like actually making coffee taste good on its own without tons of sugar and like bringing out like characteristics and qualities from coffee like on its own without right. a bunch of stuff added to it. Turning coffee lovers into like wine connoisseurs where you're actually oh, learning sure. about the specifics and the region and the origin and like all that stuff. and. Mm-hmm caring a lot about every step of the process and how it impacts the flavor and like then it goes really big so that's where we are today and more like connected to like direct for sure understanding the farmer's role and like hey these people are getting screwed super hard in the like the way that we view coffee now with the commodity and Mm -hmm. how little they get paid for how much work they do Mm -hmm. and we're just ignorant to that because we don't know right that's not our fault well some people's fault if you're the people buying pe- that coffee and screwing those people over yes it's your fault like mm-hmm. you're not that is actually <laughs> genuinely your fault you've you're made that decision <laughs> <laughs> you've done that but it's we just don't know we think that it's just super easy super inexpensive and that's not the case so specialty coffee in the third wave is is also very focused on treating for the most part a lot of lot of shops are focused on treating farmers well so that's mm-hmm. very cool yeah but anyways long answer oh yeah my question was so uh, this guy from White Squirrel was talking about how in the early days of Third Wave, um, they didn't even want to like serve espresso to go. 
They wanted like any espresso drink. Like espresso, like, just espresso, or like a uh, latte, americano. Like yeah, espresso. like espresso drink. Espresso base. Oh, there was really? a Smoky smokies. One, uh, one school of thought, which was, like, you shouldn't serve espresso to go. Like, if it's an espresso drink, it should be like enjoy it in house. Yeah, in house cup. Yeah. Interesting. So I hadn't. I didn't even know about that. Right. Yeah. I, so I was wondering, like, is that something that you've thought about? Is that I guess an old battle that I mean I from my vantage point looks like that's not really a thing anymore. Like mm, right. you can get espresso to go at most everywhere. Uh at any third wave place I've been. So Can you imagine if you were to do that and like somebody walks in and they're like, Can you just get a latte to go? You're like, sorry, you have to have it in house. Right. I can do a latte, but <laughs> right. you'd get you're not going anywhere. You would right. be burned at the you stake would, for saying yeah. that. How dare you tell me how I can have my coffee? <laughs> no, I'd never heard of that before. You know, I We've talked about similar things, mm-hmm. never to the point of actually thinking about implementing something that grand. Yeah, right. I'm sure Brenton's thought about it lots. Yeah. Um, but even pour overs, we've like been like, should we just have this as an in-house option? So we mm-hmm. have it so you can't take this to go. But what is the like the reason behind that? Because like process- it's you don't want them to have it in like a paper cup, and it kind of mm-hmm. you know affects the flavor and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a multi-part thing. Like anytime you put something into paper, like mm-hmm. the paper and the wax, it will affect the flavor. Right. The, the Drinking out of a plastic lid will affect the flavor. Like mm-hmm. that stuff all, it does make a difference. Right. And when you're as picky as you are about every single step of the whole entire process, then that becomes a big deal. Mm-hmm. Or at least it, it becomes worth thinking about. Yeah. So then there's a second part of it is temperature. Temperature in specialty coffee is huge. Right. The temperature that it's brewed at, like I know people when they're competing, well, sometimes there's a, it's called a variable temperature base kettle. Mm-hmm. So when you're heating up your water, the base, you can set the temperature. I know someone that duct taped their kettle to the base so that it would never stop heating even while they're pouring. Really? Because temperature is a huge deal. Right. Huge deal. So that's the same for when you're drinking. Um, it's kind of like that idea of beer where you think, because it's what we've been told that you should drink beer ice cold. But in reality, like really good beers are, are much better at like more of a room temperature right. or like on a warmer level, you actually taste a lot more. Mm-hmm. Coffee's the same. As it cools, it's not a bad thing. You actually taste a lot more. Right. So when you talk about milk, <clears throat> we steam to like precise, precise temperatures. Mm-hmm. Like my in-house drink versus my to-go drink will be like a five degree difference and you'll notice Like it's it. hotter when it's to-go because it's sure. going to get... Because you have to. So mm-hmm. you think take that into account. So you say someone takes a cappuccino which is our coolest drink of all of them, mm-hmm. um, which means it's the sweetest because when you the hotter you steam the milk, the more of the sugars you burn, so you get rid of all the sweetness. Mm-hmm. So the cooler you have it, it's the sweeter it'll be. But that's from milk to like cold to steaming, you actually there's a ton of sugar that's in there that you actually can't taste until you heat it up and it actually starts mm. then turning it into sugars that you can actually taste, which yep. is very interesting, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you go hotter, you lose a lot of that. And so you have two components in a cappuccino and a latte. And in a lot of those drinks, it's just espresso and milk. So you lose one of them or you lose the sweetness in one of them and it's a very different drink. So there's a lot of reasons for why you'd want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand them. And because of that, th- there's a few drinks that I would order to go. Americano would be one of them. Yeah. It's one that goes well because you mm-hmm. can't really drink it for the first 45 minutes right. anyway. <laughs> Just burn your yeah. face off. Um, but that gets into a whole nother conversation, mm. yeah. which we're kind of talking about now, which is how much can you say, this is how we do it and this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how much do you say, no, we're going to bend to what the customer wants because 
we can't tell them what to do. Right. So I've wrestled with that a lot. Hmm. And I don't know if that's what you even wanted to talk about. But sure. Yeah, let's talk about it. I feel like, like I'm just talking about coffee the whole time. You <laughs> it's not the worst thing for me, but uh, call this episode coffee. Coffee talk. <laughs> coffee shop talk. Because uh, like you're making a, a premium drink, right? Right. Like you're like that's your selling point versus For sure. I don't know what the competitors are in town, Tim Hortons or whatever. Like right. <laughs> you're making like you're trying to give people the best quality drink. Mm-hmm. You source like the best roaster in Canada or whatever. Like you, I would say the yeah. best roaster in Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You, you you pick the best roaster in Canada. You, mm-hmm. the coffee comes in like every week or whatever. Like you have fresh roast. You yeah. like so you, many steps. You pay attention. Yeah, to. you you yeah. put so much effort into it, and yeah. then like there's other things that are kind of almost out of your control, like to go and stuff like that. Right. It's like the conversation, and I think we've had it on our band wheel before, but cream in a pour-over. Oh, yeah. Um, which, like, to most people is, like, not a, like, why would we even talk about yeah. that? But mm-hmm. when you're in that, it's the same idea. You put mm-hmm. so much time, and that drink especially, you put a lot of extra time into. Yep. Um, and then if someone adds something to it, it's, like, kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. So it's, like, it's a tricky ground, you know, because... And ground, I, huh? Oh, tricky Ooh. grounds, I should have said. It's a fine grind. Oh, <laughs> it's the finest of grounds. <laughs> Jeez. It's uh, been a, a little less silly of an episode, so we're trying to yeah, trying yeah. to put some jokes in here for you. But you'd think we'd all be <laughs> becoming parents very soon with the dad jokes that we like to try and get away with on this <laughs> show. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I struggled with that a lot at the beginning. I wanted to have a ton of rules because mm-hmm. I'm like, we focus on that so much. Yeah. Like we are every day we're tasting multiple times a day everything that we make. And, like, if you ever have something that you don't think is quite right, we will dump it and make it again, mm-hmm. like, without a question. Yeah. That is, like, we want to position our business as the guide to quality coffee mm-hmm. and a product that yeah. you can trust is going to be better than anything else you can get in the community. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, that's what we want to be. Well, without a doubt, that's the case right now. Right. You don't Which, have to go that extreme to have that happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, <but>. it's true. <laughs> there's, a, there's a gap there, and that's okay. We like right. that. But that doesn't also deter us from saying, well, then we don't have to be, we just have to be pretty good. We mm-hmm. still want to be right. Best, you don't right? want that. You don't want to be, for it, sure. it would be easy to have a low bar. For oh, sure. for sure. Cause the bar is very low. Currently, yeah. Right. For, from where you can get a beverage mm-hmm. at now. But anyways, so, um, one rule I've stuck to throughout all of it yeah. is we don't put uh, syrup in our cappuccinos, but I don't right. really have a reason for that. It just kind of is too much in one. And that's the only yeah. rule that we've ever stuck to. Hmm. Because I just... Like, what kind of syrup would somebody put in a cappuccino? Like, vanilla or caramel or hazelnut or something? Oh, then you're just like, you, you should then try just to have, have a latte. A latte, yeah. Then we just say, yeah, we can do that in a latte. It's the only rule that we do. And we've had people get really frustrated about that before. But that's the only thing that I've stuck to. Hmm. I feel like it's important. It's like my last bit of integrity as a <laughs> small You can bit. just yeah. slowly start introducing these, like, rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Slowly. Um, but then we do a caramel macchiato. Which is not yeah. an actual drink. Like that's just Starbucks. Like, oh yeah, just, you do the like fake macchiato. We do this. Right? We do the Starbucks cream macchiato, yeah. which is a macchiato is equal parts espresso and milk or espresso topped with foam, depending on who you ask. Mm-hmm. But it's like a three ounce beverage, not mm-hmm. a like twelve to twenty ounce yeah. beverage <laughs> with extra sweetener. So you know, like there is, yeah. we do compromise, and we do all our drinks to go because we do yeah. compromise in that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's lots of different things. We let people put cream and pour overs, even though we just put an extra five minutes into that whole process. Yeah. So for us, it doesn't make sense because we're like, well, there's so many steps that had to have been done perfectly. If yeah. one person messes up, this will taste like trash. Yeah. 
but there's, and then the customer is the one that does it right exactly so then and then at that point but then there's the whole other conversation of people actually do have preferences yeah mm-hmm. and, you and they are the ones that. that are paying you they're yeah. paying us so then it's like you have to and it was something i'm trying to get better at is like i want to serve people well mm-hmm. and sometimes the best way i can do that is giving them exact always the best way yeah. i can do that is by giving them exactly what they want even yeah. if that doesn't line up with what i want mm-hmm. and I, like i've heard when people like come to your shop more often it's people that you probably know that this wouldn't be like your first time but like if somebody like wants to put like cream or something in your coffee i've heard you like suggest for somebody to try it without yeah like, if, if you yeah. know that person already for whatever sure. like if there's so a relationship there's, there in any way yeah. like all it is a nice thing to recommend yeah you, you so want to make suggestions for sure out of expertise like for sure here's the way we've prepared the drink yeah try it this way first Totally. If you don't like it, would you uh, would you not recommend that to somebody who you've never seen before? Sometimes, yeah. I think so, like you, you kind of gauge the situation. I you guess, have eh? to. You have to gauge. I think that's a big skill that you have to learn in that industry. Is like uh, so you're not gonna. I'm just gonna piss you off by telling you what to do. And right, you can but, feel that, but, right? Yeah. Or, oh, sorry. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, you know that too. You worked at Johnny's. Right, for which a while was there too. before Whitecap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you just kind of you can kind of tell if they don't care or you can they, you can a little bit. Um, I mean, if they hand you a cup with sweetener added to it already and ask you not to rinse it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask them to try without cream right. because it's kind of past that point already. <laughs> right. um, but you you do kind of try to walk that line of you kind of sometimes have to make a guess and say you're you're probably just going to be frustrated if I tell you this. Yeah. But at the same time, like we want to. So many people have an idea of what coffee is that mm-hmm. it's really gross and not good. Right. Um, and while you can still have your preference, we don't want to change that. We do want to show you, hey, like, this is actually a really good flavor. There's mm-hmm. nothing negative about this. Right. It's really sweet. It's really balanced. So, yeah, sometimes you have to kind of gauge where the customer's at a little mm-hmm. bit. Sometimes you get it wrong, but you can tell. You get better at it, too. Yeah, for sure. But it is a tricky, it's a tricky ground. And I know I said that <laughs> word already and we made a whole joke yeah. off of it but we want to serve people well yeah but we also want to show them that there's stuff that they're not accustomed to that can be really cool so like you're trying to show them something that you believe that is good totally. like you want them to know about it totally so. but at the same time you can't force something right. on someone right so the best way to learn is unfortunately by doing it wrong a few times mm-hmm. saying hey people don't really not everyone's coming in here because they want that and they we have to be won. respectful of that yeah, yeah. so yeah. generally what we'll do is be really quick to give them exactly what they want and find mm-hmm. do our our job is to do whatever we can to get them what they want that's right. like the best we can treat them the best way is by doing that but then after that if people who are curious will ask mm-hmm. and then we open up into right. that whole new world hmm. and oftentimes we'll have customers who will get super 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 sugary sweet drinks mm-hmm. but they'll come often because we do that well right but at the same time they'll start switching their drink Oh, so one time they'll try a latte with anything in it mm-hmm. and then they'll do that every time. And then all of a sudden their coffee, they're just doing cream instead of sugar. Mm-hmm. And then they're just doing it black. And it's like, I guess I just do this black now. And it, it happens so often. That's great. Mm. And that is a very yeah. fun journey to be mm. a part of. So oftentimes you just have to trust that they're going to keep coming back and that eventually they're going to try something different. And they're going right. to be like, this is actually good. Mm-hmm. It's much better on their terms than on ours though. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a fun process. Cool. Good question. Thanks. Sorry to those of you who know everything about coffee already or don't want to know anything about coffee. It's a little bit of coffee in this episode. Yeah, don't put cream in your drink. Right. <laughs> Any drink. But if you do, Ryan's fine with it. <laughs> but if you do, still love you. <laughs> Should we take a break? Sure. Let's take a break.
it's getting dark out here, and uh, we better head know. to the shore wherever that is. It's getting dark. We Can't haven't caught anything. I haven't even gotten close to catching anything. Yeah. Are we even in a place where there are fish? Is this just a man-made lake without fish? Let's do some woodie rallies, shall yep. we? You guys have a couple. Sure. All right. I'll start. Would you rather be in constant pain or have a constant itch? Itch. I don't know. Itch. You think so? I think pain's worse. I um, I have an experience with this. Be not the pain part, but the itch. Because mm. there was one year. I was pretty young. I got a sunburn, and I didn't know that they could itch. And it was a really bad sunburn. Ooh. And I... Was I itched like severely for like a couple hours, and I couldn't itch it because it was a burn, and if I burned, oh, it hurt. So I didn't know what to do. My parents were like gone, <laughs> like for the weekend or something. You're I, just like what the heck? I was do I do? By myself, I had my shirt off and I was just pacing. I was actually just pacing. <laughs> so I remember that, and that was bad. I remember a couple of scenarios. I think one where I was at the hairdresser, and I was oh yeah. <laughs> like the hair fall, fell in your yeah like, on your eye face, or and you can't you don't really you can't really have your arms you because you're under the cape. You're under a cape, <laughs> and so I just wanted to see how long I could go. And eventually, even though it's still itchy, you can like stop thinking about it. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah, but it's doable. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the itch because I've experienced forgetting about it, even though it was still <laughs> happening. I think yeah. I don't know, John. Yeah, both itch. itch. Suck. Yeah, both suck. I've never been in in constant pain, but I would imagine it's worse. It's pain, right? Yeah. But itching is almost pain. What what do you even classify? Like, what's what, what is an itch? Is that like a very light pain? It's just, I think, a level low level of discomfort. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. I heard someone say one time we have to combine all the wood rattles you said yes to into one scenario and that's that your we life. now live in. Oh yeah. The problem is you always choose two crappy options. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, it's or two good options. Very occasionally, mm. we never do that. Like the moon and going to Europe. Europe. That's maybe one. Like of those are that might be one of the only ones we've done. Yeah, like that. <laughs> well, we've done one then. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> so it's like you have all these terrible things happen to you, but you went to Europe <laughs> for a year, <laughs> or you went to the moon for ten minutes. Right. That's you're on. Bright you're side. stepping on hamburger yeah. the whole time you're in Europe. Right? <laughs> At least you're in Europe. You go to the moon, it turns into hamburger. No reason for you to be up there because it's just no longer the moon. It's the meat planet. Like where you just lots of people that you don't know and you just get to know them. Oh, <laughs> John, do you have a would you rather? Sure. Hit us. Okay, uh, this one comes from Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, would you rather everyone follows the New Year's resolution of the person farthest from them on New Year's Eve, or what? what? So the whoever's like, the furthest person from you on New a, Year's Eve in a room or in the world? In the world. Okay. You have to follow their New Year's resolution. Oh, I don't understand. Okay. So how the heck could you know it? What's your New Year's resolution? What would be an example of a New Year's resolution for you? I want to eat healthier. Okay. Well, actually, the f person that's the furthest from you has to eat healthier. What? And instead, you have to write a book or something. How do you find out what the person furthest from you? You would just know. Okay. Oh, so and then there's the... the okay, know. we'll talk about it more. But the other half of this is either that or... Uh, cooked meat still acts alive. Oh. oh. <laughs> ah, you'd have to stop eating meat. There's no way. There's no way you could eat meat that way. Does it have like a voice still? 
It would act alive. No, no, it just acts alive. Just you're, like it's still moving. You're, yeah. Like it's like pulsating. Your steak starts like moving around and it's yeah. like pumping at you. Hmm. As you're cutting it up. What if you like throw it out into nature? Does it like eat grass and still poop? Did a vegan mm. come up with that second part? That feels like a way. To no, a vegan came up with the first part. <laughs> Are you being serious? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Classic vegan. Thing. Feels like a way to make you not eat meat because <laughs> yeah. that would be successful. Mm. Can you imagine even a fish flopping around, gasping for air? I feel air. like that's like the most common thing that people would eat if it was still moving though. Lobster. A fish. Lobster. Ugh, lobsters. You keep those alive until right as you're cooking them. Right. Throw them in with the steam and they scream. That's, that's actually very terrible, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it feels I, like I don't it. think yeah, I could do that. Good. I watched a sh episode of Bon Appetit today and they were- Do they scream, actually? Yeah, they like- The host of Bon like, Appetit. <laughs> yeah, you can hear them screaming. <laughs> no. But there's a better way. I can't even think about it. I'm there's a better way that they did on the show. Brad Leone, who is one of the hosts, was trying to say, that just put them in the pot and scream. It's the most uh, humane way. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. There's no He's way. like, there's a spot right here. You put your knife here. You go down and then forward. And it's just, kunk, kunk, two cuts. Done. Yeah. But they move for like five minutes after that. But well, that's, that's like, like chickens, though. They run exactly around like and chase you. It feels so inhumane. How does, how is throwing a living creature in a steaming pot the most humane way? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably the tastiest That way. feels like marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Some authority that we trust has told us that that's the most yeah. humane way. That's crazy. The boiling water industry. <laughs> well, <laughs> Charles, boil. we're thinking about you. If you know the answer to if that is actually the most humane way, or if anyone does, main, actually preferably anyone, I'm kidding. <laughs> right to us. Um, so what's your pick here? <clears throat> the first one's confusing to me. I would No, it's just like... Basically, everybody makes a New Year's resolution. You have to do someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. What's the purpose of saying furthest from you? Why don't you just say some random, well, random in the room? Well, it's not going to be your friend's resolution, so you have no idea who and it is. Oh. It's in a different they part could be of in the, a different the world. So it's like totally different culture, totally different locations. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. I'm definitely choosing that one. Think about the adventure that you could get out of that. What if it's something you would have never done otherwise? Plus, it'll change like every year. Right. If you go somewhere else, the furthest person will be different. Wait, this happens every year? I guess. Yeah. Let's say you never read books and someone's resolution is to read 50 books in a year. Yep. How what cool if, would that be? Now you read a ton of books. What if you read 50 yeah. books a year and somebody's resolution is to never read a book ever again? <laughs> well, that's only for one year. No. It, oh, yeah. What I if guess it's so. like to... Yeah. Uh, it resets. Never again. This year, I'm never going to do this again. What if it's like to become a lawyer this year? To finally finish my a <laughs> SAT or whatever. Yeah. You haven't even started. <laughs> to, ace, to ace my SAT this year. Yeah. It's like, that's a tough year, but think if you accomplish it. That's yeah. pretty sick. There's nothing saying you have to. It's just saying you have to try. You got to actually yeah. do your best. Yeah. Right. So like, man, all of a sudden you're becoming a lawyer and mm -hmm. you're loving it. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually awesome. We should have to do that. Oh. I'm hmm. making that a mandatory thing for the world. <laughs> <laughs> so an app where you put in your news resolution and then it calculates the, per the person furthest from you. You said furthest as well. <laughs> I never said it. John said furthest No, before, I didn't. And I said Perth like this. No, oh. listen, if you listen oh. to it, there's no evidence that I ever said <laughs> Perth or whatever. There's literal, literal evidence. Uh, the furthest person you're saying. Yeah, furthest person. Furthest <laughs> person. And then you just, you swap and then that's, that's your life. It, like if people could commit to it, it would be so it interesting. It would be cool. I'm only going to eat rice for a whole year. Has to be safe still. 
I think I'm going with the meat one. Really? And uh, I'm just going vegetarian. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's fair. Like That's, uh, that's the only option at that For point. For sure. There's no way. There's no way. Right. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. There's no way. Tim, I the tiebreaker? I would pick the uh, New Year's resolution one. Mm. I think so. Adventurous. Mm-hmm. Not because of any reason. Like, not the other option doesn't. I think I would be interested in trying not to eat meat for a year or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably that could be a resolution that I receive. <laughs> That's very true. Do not eat meat for a year. The so, person furthest from you on New Year's Eve. Right. Their resolution is that only eat all meat. your meat has to behave like a eat beyond meat. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna pick. Nice. It's a good one. We, that is good. Okay. Uh, one more. Uh, would you rather have a head the size of a tennis ball or the size of a watermelon? Ooh. They're so bad. Oh, you'd look so silly with a tennis ball's his head, but a watermelon head would be so inconvenient. That's assuming that your body is like accustomed to having a watermelon on your head, pretty much. Your yeah, your neck would be head. like strong you would, enough, I guess. You wouldn't be like, you no, know, like tilting. You'd build up muscles. Yeah, there's a commercial where someone had a watermelon head. I'm pretty sure it was a uh, fruit roll-up. Gushers, maybe. Gushers. When you eat a gusher, your head turned. But then his head did go tilt to the side because that's the right. Head was so heavy. Such an old commercial. It's so good that you're right too. Huh. And it, it, that was really weird. Too. Like it was, yeah. it looked weird. Yeah, well, was it was like, like a sliced. It yeah. was like the triangular. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Cut this the, is a full. Cut watermelon. the watermelon into four pieces, <laughs> lengthwise. Right. Um. Think about if you had a tennis ball size head, how many times less you would get hit in the head. Like oh. if somebody tried to punch you in the head. Right. I mean, they might hit your chest or your. Wait, is is a tennis ball sitting on an appropriately sized throat? Yeah. Oh, it has to be. The throat has mm. to be appropriate, but or somewhat. Oh yeah, I guess it wouldn't be the size. Of, like it wouldn't be accommodating like a head that's the size of that it is now because like you would need a <laughs> the tubes that are as big. <laughs> no, maybe it should be that you're. It's in proportion. Okay. To Ooh, but then think head. about it, if you do get hit in the head, you have tiny amount of <laughs> stuff holding tiny your neck. head there. Tennis ball. Tennis racket. Tennis ball. Be your worst enemy. That was my answer. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watermelon is. It will be way more inconvenient to have a really way too big head like that than too small. You would never be able to find hats. You would never be able well, to. Both find ways, you're kind of committing to no hats. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but in one, like you would hit your head on everything. Yeah. Everything. The other one is just really strange, but they're both really strange. <laughs> so, tennis ball. Hmm. Less. Negatives. Hmm. Maybe. I feel like watermelon might seem more normal. Like, think about your everyday activity. Would it change the yeah. way you go about your day? You find tough to find headphones. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part yeah, of my everyday. AirPods. Yeah. How big are your ears if your head's the size of a tennis ball, though? Pretty Same small. size. Oh, oh what? Oh, wait, tennis ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. proportional. I honestly don't know how to answer it. I don't Good either. Good thing I asked it and don't have to. You still have to. Oh, dang. <laughs> Watermelon. Really? I don't know why. I don't know either. Tennis ball? Tennis ball is probably better. But why? I don't know why. I don't know. I just, Watermelon. I don't I'll think just stick about with it. it. For some reason, that was my gut instinct. You're on the clock. You went to tennis ball? I switched. I just haven't said it out loud yet for some reason. You went to watermelon? watermelon. What'd you say? 
Watermelon. Watermelon. I think I would too, because it wouldn't feel quite as ridiculous. Quite as ridiculous. Okay. Now that you've made your decisions, there's a third option. And it's same size head, but your neck is the size of a pencil. Oh, tennis ball for sure. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> That's an, <laughs> as an option. A third option. Your Wait, head I is have normal my regular size, but you have a pencil head? neck. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with watermelon. <laughs> That's less weird than a pencil neck, you think? Uh, I don't think it's less weird, but having a pencil neck and trying to swallow your food... Hey, that's not a lot of space. That's not or a lot of even space. taking in that much air. You get so little air. It's like it's like breathing through a straw. And you know we don't like those anymore. We don't like straws. No, we're not about those. Or breathing through them. No. All right. Sweet. That was that's nice. an episode. That's great. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to... We have a motor. This is definitely a boat. We're going to... Oh, we know we were... That's we, what I've... Yeah. We're okay. aware that it's a boat. Right. But he... Like, John was talking about calling it a canoe and... Oh, really I, have I always get those mixed up. No, it's yeah. for sure a boat. Yeah. We're going to troll back to shore. We're not going to paddle back to shore. No. Which so, direction is the shore? I don't know. It's uh, dark. Uh, uh -oh. Is this a lake or a river? I didn't even realize. Have we been traveling down something Whose this whole time? vehicle did we take to get this boat here? Is this our boat? Uh... So thanks for huh. tuning in. <laughs> we might be back for the next episode. Who the heck knows? Okay, uh, well we'll try. Yeah, we'll definitely try. You can ha you have a word that we'll try <laughs> for whatever that's worth. Anyways, uh, I've been Ryan, your host today, Ryan Kaler. You can uh, find me at Whitecap. Three years strong. Nice. I'm Tim Wall. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Joseph Wall. I'm John Duick, and you can find me on Twitter, which is less good because of their API changes, and TweetBot is kind of a little less good, but uh, I'm still on Twitter at John Duick. Hmm. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode was edited by John Duick. Yeah. Theme song written by Tim Wall, performed by John Duick. Got that one through your head. <laughs> Coffee by Whitecap. <laughs> Website by Collective. Cool. This has been Whatever Town. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Peace. Cheers. Bye.